0: Hey everyone, I'm Swati Rawat and welcome to the Visionary Podcast where I talk to visionary Indian women with inspiring, intriguing and aspirational stories. This is the first part from the recording of my guest this week. In 10th episode, the Visionary is Captain Shalini Singh. She has served in the army for 6 years and at present, she is a motivational speaker, life coach and a social activist. Captain Shalini's story is that of grit and strength. She got married at 19 to an army officer, lost him in war when she was just 23, decided to enroll herself in the army and served until she moved to the private sector. Tune into the first part as Captain Shalini shares his story of transition from being a naive young woman to becoming a woman of substance.
1: I belong to uh, a place called Varanasi yeah. and I was born there also and I was born with a twin brother. Okay. Yeah, so that was the most interesting part. So generally, you know, in all these places, the girls are not valued much. Yeah. But since I was born with a male child, so yeah. my value was very high. Yeah. She has come along with a male child.
0: Yeah.
1: So I was the most pampered child of my life. Like I was more pampered than my brother. Okay. Yeah? And I had a very uh, pampered and very shielded upbringing. Yeah. yeah? And I belong to Rajput family. So okay. the girls are more shielded and they are taken care a lot. Yeah. And somehow, even I do, today also I feel that girls are always seen as a very delicate thing. Yeah. With their bonds. so it becomes automatically the family or the male members think that now they have to give that extra care and concern yeah. because she is yeah. a girl child. Yeah. So I that kind of upbringings and in this kind of upbringing, what happens is that your thought process is uh, taken over. You're always yeah. people think about you people, yeah. tell you what you have to do. Yeah. So, and my childhood was, it was a very fun childhood because I was growing up with my brothers. So yeah. We were like partners in crime. Yeah. And, <laughs> and whenever we used to have some fights, then we used to go and tell each other yeah. secrets to mom, that he yeah, has done yeah, this yeah, and yeah. he has done that.
0: It's almost like living with your best friend. Yeah. yeah.
1: You know, so it is always, it was a very different experience because we were in the same class, yeah. we were in the same school, always together, like inseparable kind of a thing. Uh, and uh, it was uh, I really uh, don't have any such memory of my childhood where I feel that okay I thought of something and it was not taken care by my parents Mm. or I wanted something we were like a middle class family my father was a doctor mother was a homemaker yeah they Always try to take care of both of us, gave yeah. us the best of education.
0: And gave you all yeah. the love. Yeah, the all the
1: love, all the care. Yeah. So we didn't have a very luxurious life, right? Yeah. Like, right, But we had a very good life. Comfortable I, life. Yeah, yeah. comfortable life. I, I never felt that, okay, I don't have this thing. Right? Yeah, yeah. So, and I had never seen any kind of problems in yeah. because I, as I told you, everything was taken care of. Yeah. There's no problem... Which the problem was just coming to me was taken care of by my parents. So So my job was only to grow up and study. So I was doing that well. And that's how uh, life moved on. Uh, When I was, when we were like, I think six years old, uh, my father, he got transferred to Kanpur in uh, uh, UP. So my father was a doctor. So we shifted there and then my entire schooling and everything growing up. So basically now people think that I am from Kanpur, yeah. so
0: I'm,
1: uh, <laughs> I just migrated from Varanasi <laughs> okay. to Kanpur, but yeah.
0: And you did your graduation in Everything Kanpur? Everything
1: in Kanpur, You yeah. did your
0: bachelor's and you were around yeah. like 19 at that time, right? Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: So I did my schooling from Kanpur and then while I was doing my college, yeah. then I uh, met my so-called uh, husband. I got yeah. married very early, I got married at the age of 19. Yeah so this also like very uh, movie style uh, <laughs> this thing happened so I my sister-in-law I met her in the college she was like having some argument with somebody she was like okay. very tomboy kind of a thing yeah. and I had since I was from a very very pampered family and yeah. this thing so for me girls fighting on the road and girls uh, screaming on boys and yeah, yeah. it was a big thing for me so I was like who is she and she was tall and all. I was like who is this girl like lot of guts. Like, yeah, I was really yeah. appreciating her guts because I don't had that kind of guts to go and fight. Even if I know that the other person is wrong, I was so timid and so scared to uh, fight.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, so I really liked her courage. I really admired and appreciated that being a girl, yeah. she's having that kind of courage. So And then I came to know she's in my class only. And okay. somehow we clicked. Okay. I don't know how we like two opposite poles. Yeah, She was very extrovert, I was very introvert, but yes. somehow we clicked and we became very close friends. And then she told me, I have a brother who is in the army yeah. and we are looking for a bride for her. And we were from the same caste and community. Okay. So, but she was not indicating towards me. She was saying, tell your mom if you have a girl. Yeah. So I came back home. I just casually told my mom, oh, my friend is there mom knew my friend very well so she, her brother is in the army so they're looking for a girl so my mother was very famous during that type of matchmaking she really oh. was so maker. she yeah, used to yeah, really yeah. enjoy uh, matchmaking whose daughter, whose son who's yeah, doing yeah. what you know? that was her favourite hobby pastime yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and hobby so I told her she said okay fine I'll, I'll look for somebody and then after 2-3 days she said why should I look for somebody else? You're there now. I have to get She here.
0: realized that after two, three days. After two, three days, actually, <laughs> she realized.
1: Because when I told her, she was like, okay, fine. Yeah, look for somebody. yeah. And maybe three days, she would have given some thought. And whatever came to her mind. And she yeah. was like, oh, army people have a very uh, different life. And it's a very good life. Very, they're a class apart. Things yes, like that. Yes. So I asked her, have you ever seen army? And also, she was like, oh, one of my cousin is there. So I know her. his wife. She's like, she... So big madam and all yeah, and she, yeah, this yeah. is what her view of Ami was so I just laughed on her I said I'm too young to get married and yeah. then she told my dad my dad was like let her study she's yeah. too young. So, mom, uh, so mom somehow she's able to convince dad that okay let's go and meet the family and we know the girls family yeah. like the boys family if they don't agree we can drop it off so that's but I was like, when I told my friend, she started laughing. She said, really? How funny. <laughs> <laughs> I also said the same thing. It's so funny. You know? Yeah. And my parents reached there. So they were like, very happy. Yeah, we know Shalini. So she's very nice. Yeah. yeah. So till that time, I used to call uh, uh, my friend's brother as Bhaiya. Huh,
0: huh. mm-hmm. <laughs> Which is something that we do. We yeah, know? See, yeah. you know. Yeah.
1: It was so funny. After marriage also, I used to call him for a long time because it was so much on my tongue. He was so often calling, taking his name and calling him. It took some time to realize that, no, okay now, I'm married to him and he can't be Bhaiya anymore. (laughs) So, and somehow, it was good that I met him. So, you know, I had never seen him. So, this was the thing that because he was in the army, he was posted there. So, only in conversations, I used to address him as Bhaiya because my, uh, my friend, she used to Take his name often. So uh, heart of heart I was not wanting to get married because okay. I knew I am very young and I was not a very ambitious child that very career minded that mm-hmm. I have to become some uh, doctor engineer. I guess this is yeah. the only yeah. things parents <laughs> used to want to so I was like I can't become any mm-hmm. of these three yeah. because I know I'm not that capable. Mm-hmm. And I was very fond of being into uh, like I was a typical girl. I used to be very fond of fashion, yeah. dressing up, and all. But my mom never used to allow me. So there was a point of time I said I want to become a uh, air roaster. Oh, she really? was like, Why? They do a lot of makeup.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> she said, because of makeup, we want to become air roasters. So that was that is how I used to think. Okay. Yeah. So.
0: So um, you were so you were in college, I and was then in you college. got this marriage proposal. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So. um. And you accepted it? I mean, you took your time. So you know, I thought I will once I'll meet the boy, I will tell him that I'm going around with somebody. You say no because my mom is really re- hmm. very keen to get me married to yeah. army mm-hmm. uh, guy. I am not prepared. I don't want to. So I had mentally made a note of it. What this is what I'm going to say. Okay. And when we were meeting, uh, we were meeting at a restaurant. So we reached early and. He was coming. When I saw him entering the restaurant, he was looking so handsome. and yeah, such a tall, dark, I said, I should be a fool to say no. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I did not say what I wanted to say and I started praying that he should not say no. So you changed your mind. I, I just kept quiet, you know. I was like, wow, yeah, why should I say no? Yeah, yeah. And he was really, a very because he was very tall and the, the, being in the army, he a very nice, built. And, yeah. And when I spoke to him, he was very really nice to talk to when yeah. you say of yeah, the gentleman yeah, so he, okay. he actually gave me all those signs that he's really a man yeah, if, yeah. if you want to spend your life with so I didn't say what I wanted to so say I just kept quiet whatever we spoke very little because yeah. he was also very shy and I was also very shy we both spoke very little and uh, he was also actually not very clear whether he would like to get married to me or not because okay. yeah,
0: uh, so you both had that in yeah home. because
1: I was very young he was like six years older to me yeah, yeah. And at the same time, there was in the mind that, okay, she's my sister's friend. And Mm. you know, you, you have that thing. And then you start... Generally, it happens, na, okay, my sis- sister's friend is my sister only. Yeah. Have... Yeah. <laughs> my sister's brother yeah, is my brother only. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know how Indian yes, cu- culture yes. is.
0: Even I experienced that with my brother and his friends. You yeah. know. They're so, all bhaiya. Yeah, so for them, I'm just bhai. a sister. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Their so sister.
1: Your brother's uh, friends will all start taking care yes, of you as a yes, sister. So yeah. this is how our culture is. It, ha- it was actually the same thing. So, but when I when we reached home, mom asked me, I said, see, I like them. I really don't know what to say. Let's wait. So after three, four days, they came. Uh, we got a call that. Yeah. They're ready. and all. So that's how we got engaged. Okay. Yeah. But my dad said that I'm too young. I should finish my school. Uh, uh, school bachelor's. Uh, bachelor's. and yeah. I should finish my education. Yeah. And so, you continue to study right yeah so my husband was also very clear that uh, yeah you will do your education yeah and then we'll get married okay so it was all decided that we'll get engaged and like uh, i finish my graduation and post graduation then we'll get married okay so this is how it is decided yeah but, uh, you know, in army, it is like a peace station and field station, you stay in peace station, then you go to field station yeah, for two yeah. years, then again you move to. So this is how army moves through. In the field station, you can't be with your family. In a peace station, you can keep your family. Yeah, yeah. So it was happening that once we got engaged, after six to eight, six or eight months, he was moving to a peace station. Okay. Where he we, I could have stayed with him for three years. Okay. And then the... The year which we were targeting for marriage, it was sure sure that he would have been in the field area. Right. After so he like spoke to my dad, he said, Ki whatever she wants to study, I have no problem at all. I, I will always uh, support her in her uh, education, yeah. if, you, if you can let us get married now so at least we can stay together for some time and army life is totally different so I was not aware what army life is all about because I had not seen anything in army because I had no clue that was the first guy I was meeting who was in the army Hmm. I had zero idea what army is all about just that my school was in army uh, in, de- in the in the canned area of All right. so I just knew ki army stays in canned <laughs> my... and pretty clean area <laughs> that was my only knowledge about army and army this thing so so my dad agreed Okay, my dad was used to like my husband a lot so my dad agreed because everybody found a lot of sense in that yeah, okay yeah. fine
0: so then you got married
1: so I got married like after within one year of getting engaged which yeah. was okay. like after five years I was supposed to get married
0: yeah so. yeah
1: so, and how all. was your
0: married life?
1: So, it was very good. So again, you know, I was so excited when I was getting married to her. Oh, I'll become a bride, I'll get ready, I'll get yeah. a new clothes. You know, <laughs> I was so short sighted. <laughs> 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 so, uh, you can say I was very innocent also because I was yeah. too young to think very far. Yeah. And maybe also, I take it like that that small little pleasures were so.
0: Important yeah, for yeah, me that I yeah. used
1: to take them with very sportingly. That okay, now this is coming, and I used to prepare for it with all my heart and soul. Hmm. And so once I got married, again, you know, for me it was all different. Going to a new family, yeah. adjusting, and you know, I, I was initially I was not very um, comfortable adjusting to a new family because you, when you grow up in your family, you have different ways of living. You yes. kind of, family rules are different, family upbringings are different, Mm -hmm. so they also had my father-in-law was into politics, so it was a totally different kind of a scenario, you know, how political family is, and so it took me some time to understand how they are, but then I shifted with my husband to wherever he was posted in army, for me now the challenge came to adjust to army life, to (laughs) see how people are, how Mm. they're talking to each other, and And since I told you, I was very, very introvert and I was very timid. Uh, And I was very, I was not confident also. Mm. So I used to be very scared of talking to anybody, expressing Mm. myself. And I used to feel that people will judge me a lot Mm. if I don't say... You know, these things like, this is how I was uh, raised by my parents, Mm. that you have to be careful about what others are saying. And Mm. you know, so that used to sit in my mind very strongly. So I used to but my husband became a big support. He yeah. really, really um, taught me a lot of things, how army life is, yeah. how I must conduct myself in army um, gatherings, and when people are coming, how we are. So army is a totally different life. Yeah. 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 And it was very, I stayed with him for three years. It was a real good, this thing. But yeah. I always used to go back for my studies. And then I conceived also in that period. Yeah. So,
0: and how old were you?
1: When I, mean, I conceived, I was 21. Okay, yeah, two years after my marriage we yeah, conceived, yeah. and uh, mm, we never thought of having a child, but it just that again that peace field thing came and and know, life was, doesn't
0: go as planned. Yeah, you know? it doesn't
1: go as planned, and I don't know, like uh, it just happened, okay. and we thought, okay, let's go ahead with yeah. it. Yeah, yeah we discussed in the family also because i was too young yeah. and uh, but my mother said oh i was also 21 when i gave birth to <laughs> yeah. you two? Yeah. and then my mother in law also said the same thing you yeah. know so then we are talking like of 20 years back yeah so yeah I think the girl used to get married at 21 yeah. 22 well, like if the girl is not married till 24 then something is but wrong yeah, with that's the girl true. Yeah. yeah so yeah, that, yeah, is, that is how it happens
0: yeah so you you gave birth to a baby boy
1: yeah. yeah, so my pregnancy was a difficult pregnancy, but uh, 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 it was a difficult sense that I used to have a lot of vomiting, okay. a yeah, um, lot of uh, pregnancy uh, complications, so yeah. I used to fight with myself because of you, it has happened, <laughs> but every vomit I used to uh, fight with him, which is like, okay, fine, i right. <laughs> So funny I yeah. So Yeah. But yeah, we, when and again when I gave birth to a baby boy, again everybody was like, Wow, wow. You know, yeah. that, that time I realized how much we give importance to a male child and a female child. That also sat very strongly in my mind. Because hmm. throughout my pregnancy everybody was like Uska ye naam or, we'll keep this name, that name. So I used to feel ki why we always think that it has it is going to be a male child. It yeah. can be a female yeah. child also. But the best part was that my husband also always said that we'll have a girl child, yeah. we'll have a girl child.
0: Yeah. So he was he was very supportive.
1: He was very supportive. I'm not saying that my family had any problem with having yeah, a yeah, girl yeah. child. But overall mindset I'm talking about, yeah. how our mindset I, I think today also it is like that. We have
0: yeah. not changed in much. some parts, yes, it is still is.
1: Uh, yeah, I've seen in a lot of educated families also these things. Yes,
0: that, that I've seen one of the patterns that at least I've observed is that it has nothing to do with education somehow. It's just the to mindset, do with, that's what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, of the family, yeah, you know, yeah. somehow. They say
1: that our family will move on and yeah. you know, the bunch, something like that. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. yeah. So it's very funny for me, but yeah. So I, I could see there's a lot of people, oh, so she's giving birth to a boy. Oh, take care, that's yeah. okay, like... I have not done anything. Yeah. yeah. So what so is going? Everyone growing? was like, you know,
0: perfect. Yeah, She's perfect. Yeah. Perfect life. Everything yeah, is yeah. great.
1: So once you give birth to a male child, your value, I think, increases <laughs> in the in the family. Okay. <laughs> this is also was like I I learned. Yeah. But anyway, so I it was a good, very uh, good. Uh, one year I stayed with my husband, and yeah. then uh, he got his post into. Um, JNK, he wasn't okay. so yeah, Jammu and Kashmir, he got posted. So when his posting came to JNK, I was a little bit not happy, uh, because in that time, I also encountered, the, uh, we had a guest at our room, some okay. senior officer had visited at our place. Okay. Uh, we were at Jamnagar in Gujarat, so he visited our place with his family and two kids, and uh, they had a meal also with us, and hmm. then they left. So after like a week, 10 days, or a month, we came to know that he got killed in a terrorist encounter. Okay. So, uh, that was like first time I heard, okay, you get killed also in a yeah. terrorist encounter, an army person gets It's not that I was not aware, mm. we have a lot of... Uh,
0: like you hadn't personally experienced
1: Yeah, it. that yeah. was my first experience, personal experience that a person I knew mm. about killed, right? Mm. It, it happens like you're reading in the newspaper or watching in TV or you're not personally connected yeah, to yeah. it. But once you meet somebody, you share a meal, you share yeah. a day together, then you connect with that person. So I was very shocked. And since I had met his wife and kids, small kids, so I was very disturbed. And after two, three months, I came to know his posting has also come to the same location. Okay. I was very disturbed. And uh, then he told me, see, army is not about what you're having seeing here. That is why we get field and peace, field and peace, and uh, it's not about parties and clubs and outings. Yeah. It's more about why we have worn the uniform. You need to understand that you're married to a, to an army officer who is there too. My nation is there for me first. and." Only oh, no, it's not that only you are part of my family. This entire nation, every citizen is part of our family when once we wear the uniform. Mm. I didn't understand this. It was like too much of philosophy for me at that yeah. point of time. Because as a as a wife, as a mother, I was more concerned about my yeah. life, my child, my husband. You wanted to
0: protect him.
1: Yeah, and you don't connect to these things. Yeah. To tell you very honestly, you don't connect. You just think about yourself. Like, I think, and it's very natural thought as a human being. First, you see, oh, it's my husband. Yeah. He yeah. has to be safe. My child has to be taken care by his yeah. father. But still he was like trying to convince me that it's okay, it's okay, or you, you are a, a faji's wife, you're an army officer's wife, you should learn to be strong and you should, you should know that uh, the uniform has its own um, uh, advantages and disadvantages. Mm. Mm. But okay, life has to move on, you have to keep moving on, you can't say, okay, my wife is scared, so I will not move on yeah, posting. Yeah, so he yeah. moved on to his posting, I came back to my in-laws' place, my okay. son was one year old that time. And slowly, and slowly I started getting used to, getting back to, I was studying also, I was yeah. doing my post-graduation, things were going on normal. Yeah. And this, at that time there were no mobile phones, no yeah. social media, so we used to. It have was just those
0: P C O phones, right?
1: Yeah, P C also, and uh, because since he was in field area, so P C O was never used to be nearby to him. Okay. They were they used to come back to some location, okay. walk few hours, then okay. they'll get a phone, or maybe he's crossing some village. Any village is having one phone, landline phone. Yeah. Then. So our home had a landline phone. Yeah. So we used to give a call. Okay. Or somebody used to call that, okay, uh, sir, will call at this time. Hmm. What happens is he's calling, I'm not at home. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to college or i go to the market, yeah, you know. Yeah. So, um, I used to get a call, look okay, at four to five, he's, he will call. So, we yeah. used to wait for his call and like one phone, everybody's wanting yeah, to talk. It's not yeah, the wife, yeah. mother is also, warning, mother, father, brother, sister, everybody's yeah. wanting to talk. So, every conversation used to be like, um, it used to be a challenge, it used to be a, a real you, you can say it used to be you we used to feel like a victory that okay today yeah. we have spoken to each other and and our conversation used to be like less than 5 minutes hmm. yeah because at that time std rates were very high yeah. you know yeah. you know how difficult yes, everything yes, was at yes. that time
0: this is around 201999 i'm
1: talking about 2000 okay yeah, 2000 yeah. and 2001 so Phones were very costly, yeah, calls yeah. were very costly. One thing he used to do, is he used to write me a letter every day. I used to oh, receive that's... his letter every day without food. You know, I was bad in writing, yeah. but he used to write. And he used to write his letter. used to tell me about what he has done there,
0: yeah.
1: how is the surrounding. And he used to ask about you know. And with every letter, he used to send me some, uh, um, something to stay strong and motivated. Hmm. You know, that's just how he always... Uh, Used to end his letter with some quote about strength, about mental strength or emotional strength. You know, just that you have to because you know I was also alone. Mm I was also worried about his.
0: And you, you had a kid too now.
1: Kid to take care. In-laws were there. everything was there. You know, Um, I was not prepared for that life. You know, when I got married, I thought, okay, my husband is there to take care. Yes. Yes. and I was not realizing that okay he will go to a place where it is going to be such a difficult thing yeah. and it is going to be such a uh, highly tensed area yeah. yeah yeah I'm not sure how is he at that given point of time yeah so but things are moving fine and uh, so we used to have a conversation like once a week on a phone okay. call okay. and you always you, you used to always tell me. Which is, always, is very much valid today also in army. No news is good news. If you don't hear from me, hmm. I'm fine. Hmm. If something will happen to me, hmm. first thing the family members will come to me. That's how okay. army is all about. Yeah. So you always used to tell me no news is good news. Just don't worry if I'm not able to call for many days or if you don't hear from me about it. So one day I was like, I had gone to my, so every weekend I used to go to my parents' place. They were also in the same city. Hmm. So I had gone to my parents' place for a Sunday, it was Sunday or a Friday, some off day. It was, so it was some holiday. Okay. And I had gone because my college was not there, yeah. so I thought, okay, I'll go and spend a day or two with my parents. So once I reached there, um, I went to the market. I told my mom I'm going to the market. I'll just go. market was nearby, so I told mom to take care of my son because mm-hmm. he was very small. I went to the market. So. After some time, I saw that my brother was coming and I, I, he was like, looking for me. I said, why are you here? He said, no, I just came to see whether you're fine. He said, I'm fine, what will happen to me? Yeah. And then I came back home. He said, "Oh, you come back home. He, so I came back home. So mom said that my mother-in-law is not well. Okay. So we need to go home. I said, okay, fine, we'll go back home. So once I reached back home, so there was a pin drop silence. You know, there's at times you have a deadly silence in the home. Right? Something is not right, you get that in the mm. air once you enter the home. Mm. So generally my house used to be quiet, but it was like a different kind of quietness was there. Everybody was in the house, but still it was that quiet. So I went inside, I asked my, his cousin's sister used to stay with us. She was also studying there. Okay. I asked her that, well, everything is all right. So I saw my mother-in-law is fine, but she was very quiet and sitting. My dad was very quiet. So she said, Yeah, we got a call from Bhaiya's unit. Na. So I was like, Got a call, I thought, got a call from my husband. Okay. I said, Okay, why uh, he called up? He said, no, 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 he did not call up. Somebody else called up. Yeah. So that gave me like a why somebody else had called up. Because you know, we always used to say, If something will happen, then somebody yeah. else will call up. So, but still, you don't want to believe those things, you know. So yeah. I went where my the entire family was sitting. I asked, What's wrong? Who has called up? They said, no, no, nobody called up. Uh, uh, Abhinash will be calling in some time. That is yeah. why they called to inform. I was like, okay, fine. But my mind was not okay. Yeah. Um, so I started calling his CEO, yeah. But I was not able to connect. I tried calling his CEO's wife, who was also based in some yeah. base station. I couldn't connect with her. So it's like entire day... Went. For me, it was like very, very confused eh, that what's happening, and everybody mm-hmm. was very quiet. So next day morning, what happened was that we had a lot of people at our home, mm. and we had a very big house. So um, I was inside, and I could see a lot of people coming in, coming in. And then I asked my mom, "What's wrong? What has happened?" She started crying. She said, "Oh, uh, nothing. But he has been hit with." Uh, He's um, got gunshot injuries while fighting okay. with terrorists. I was like shell shock, like gunshot injuries. In and how is he? He's fine. But he's injured. And uh, we are going. We will go to. So we were in Kanpur. So they were saying ki, he will be coming to Lucknow hospital. Okay. Army hospital. so I said I'll also come along. Uh, before that, they were saying he's in Udhampur. I will. I will come to Udhampur then. So my father-in-law said, no, no, they are getting him to Lucknow. He'll be treated there. So I said, I'll go there. So nobody agreed that. Why will you go? You stay at home. He mm-hmm. said, no, no, I'll go. So in the afternoon, uh, I told my mother-in-law to take care of the child. And, mm-hmm. he, I, and you know, uh, not even once I thought that he's not there. Mm-hmm. I always like okay, he's injured. So I got ready. Mm-hmm. I got ready. Like, really, I wore, uh, I wore a very nice dress, mm-hmm. which he gifted. And I got ready. Okay, he's not he's injured he'll see me nicely mm-hmm. dressed up and also he'll feel good mm. and nobody said anything i i really dressed up like a newly bride now, like okay i'll wear everything and yeah. go and he'll feel good and it, it it was like it was six seven months we had not met also okay so once we uh en route like when uh, my mom said she'll come along with me two three more people came so okay. like two three cars went and before Go, starting off our journey I, I told I'll go to a temple I used to do a lot of prayers and all that, so I used to I went to a temple I prayed for his well-being and then we started for the journey and uh, it was like two and a half hours journey from our place yeah. Um. before uh, we were uh, like just about to reach like 15-20 minutes short of our destination uh, they stopped the car and my brother-in-law he came and my one of my friends, she was there with me, and then they told that we have to tell you something, and I was like, "What? What do you have to tell?" So, then they told you that because of the gunshot injuries, he died, and he died last, like yesterday only. Okay. So it was like it was more than twenty-four hours; he was already dead, and I was not aware. So it was like I do I today till date also I don't remember how was my ex- reaction. But I do remember that it was. I, I, I couldn't hear anything after that. And what I remember was I am standing in front of a coffin. His name is written, tricolor is wrapped in the coffin. So my brother in law telling, and I standing in front of the coffin, I don't know how I reached there, what happened in that 15, 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. But that, I think that was the most. Uh, it is the most scary part of it, you, th- you can say it's, it was a nightmare for me because yeah. he, always I used to feel, I, I don't know why, I used to feel that he sh- nothing should happen to him because I met that officer and he died, so mm. I was so scared and I always used to pray for everybody's well-being, not only his well-being, all the officers I knew and I, I had met, I always used to pray for their well-being I, and you never want to believe that it has hit your own home, it has hit your own self. Mm. I couldn't believe that and we came back with his body and you no, know, um, it was extremely difficult time for mm-hmm. me uh, with a small child
0: and you were young
1: too I was yeah 20 uh, 22 20 22 i had just completed 22 i was running 23 for me um, because again as i told you we had my upbringing was in such an environment because man was so important in the life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It can be a brother, father, husband, but an existence of a man was an extremely important part of a woman's existence. Mm-hmm. If a man is not there, and once you are married and your husband is not there, then a question mark is there on your existence. Mm-hmm. So you know what started happening was that everybody started questioning or showing that kind of compassion, oh what will she do now, yeah. how will she live now, yeah. what will happen to her, what will happen to the child, mm. even I heard people saying she should go with him, mm. it's such a long life huh? and you know we have, we have called, heard that sati pratha which was yeah. there, so, yeah. you know people had given that kind of a thought in my mind at that time. Okay. You, resistance is now of no use and and at the same time there were people who were giving me a lot of strength we are there, everything will be alright but nobody was able to tell me how things are going to be alright and I was so, so naive and so uh, dependent on people that my mind was not working okay. I could only think of what is going to happen to my son and me now hmm. how am I going to live see my father is there, my brother is there hmm. my father-in-law is there but still because my husband is not there, I, I also started questioning my existence, mm. and after like four five days I thought, no, I can't live, I don't want to live, I will, I will not, I just want to quit my life, the only thing I was seeing was whether I should go alone or I should take my child with me, if I leave the child behind, who will take care, okay, my mother will take care, you know, these were the things that were going in my mind i didn't sleep for next one week i didn't eat for one week it was just i was questioning my existence because the, he is gone yeah. so what i was questioning was my existence and my son's existence yeah. and people are coming and going telling you a lot of things how yeah you know yeah. how our community is like they yeah. will tell you 10 things good 10 things bad yeah but then Whenever I, when I used to see my son, I used to feel that, he, I always used to see him giggling, playing. Because he is not aware what has happened. He's, yeah. He was just he was two years old at that time. He was not even aware that his dad is dead. Mm. Mom is planning something like that. Or there is a question mark on our existence now. Yeah. So I, His uh, smile and his carefree attitude gave me a lot of strength. Mm. That in such a tense environment where everybody is crying and everybody is so sad this child is still enjoying still happy we need to learn from him yeah. i need to learn from him that even if there is a difficulty we can find a way if we keep a smiling face and yeah. you, know, the, you know you have seen children they, they will cry if others are crying yeah they will get scared if others are scared yeah. But I don't know why, I, whenever I used to see him, he was always smiling and playing and giggling. and you know, Even if somebody is crying in front of him, even if I am crying, he will smile and mm. play. So maybe that was happening intentionally, God was planning it like that, mm. I can say um, that. And then few of his friends came to meet me, who were in the army. Okay. They told me that, ma'am, uh, you know, it's a very, very irreparable loss, but... Why don't you join the army yourself? Okay. I was in that age bracket. You know, okay. Less so than they 25. suggested that. They told me and I was—I didn't really laughed at them. I said, yeah. it's, it's not possible because I don't have that kind of physical stamina. I don't yeah. have that kind of mental stamina. And I have never seen lady officers. You know? mm. yeah. In my yeah. posting with them, I had never seen. So I was not even aware ki how this entry happens, how you get... Uh, the uniform how you get the job I was not aware of anything okay so they told me that it's not that you will be given a job because he's dead or something mm. you have to pass the exam you have to prepare for everything okay you will not get any any kind of consideration okay. is that since you are into that age bracket so yeah as per the government's policy anybody less than this age whether Uh, a single lady widowed or divorced or unmarried they can apply okay I just sat on it I I was like no I can't do it not possible for me and and then two days I just kept thinking how he would have wanted me to live he always used to and and then I realized when we got married and uh, we came to the unit he told me it would have been nice if you would also have been an officer Mm-hmm. So I was like, how will I become an officer? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I said, how will I become an officer if you were so much ma- wanted? You should have married an officer. Only he said, no, no, there are hardly any officers. I'm just saying how nice it happened. It would have been if you would have been an officer. And this thought came to my mind okay. then. The, okay. After two three days when his friends rested and and it was like fifteen days of his demise. Okay. It was a very difficult, traumatic time for me yeah. because the house was very tense and. Fifteen days is hardly any time to come it's out nothing, of that. A, nothing, yeah. Such a big shock. Yeah. But then I thought, no, I'll give it a shot. Okay. And then I told my mother and father. And
0: within fifteen days, you decided.
1: I told my mother and father in next fifteen days that this is what I want to do. Okay. So uh, my mother was. My mother has given me a lot of strength in life. Uh,
0: but did they take it seriously?
1: Or? Yeah. So nobody took it seriously. Okay. So everybody thought that because of the trauma or the shock, okay. I'm just talking like this. And they said everything will be all right. Don't worry. We are there. All right. I said, no, I will try. And then my in-laws, they were not very happy about it. Why? why we are there. So everybody was feeling why? What is the need to? Yeah. Uh, so we, it's not that he is not there. So there is a financial constraint that we can't take yeah. care of you. Yeah. And being a Rajput family, what will people say if you move out like this and mm. why? So there will be a question mark on us as a family that we are not yeah. taking care So I I just didn't bother about what all these things and I thought I'll give it a shot. And then I contacted the officers that said, please help me. yeah, Because I was not aware yeah. how to do it, how to go about it. So they helped me in filling the form and then they said, they told me how the pattern of the exam is. Okay. So, since I had never given any professional exam, I yeah. never studied for anything professional. So I yeah. was not aware. So I put myself in a coaching in another city. Okay. Yeah. And I got my, took my mother along with my son. And we took two separate houses. Okay. Yeah. One house she used to stay with my son and one house I used to stay. Because so you had to prepare. Yeah, because my son had never stayed without me. So
0: okay. If
1: I cleared the exam, if right. I go for my training, my son needs...
0: So you were already preparing him So mentally that.
1: I was clear that I will clear it. Okay. Yeah, so I, I, I don't know. I was not aware of anything. and uh, But when I took the coaching, um, so he died on the 20th September. And my date for exam was given as 2nd December. Okay. Yeah. And October and November, like, by the time I decided that I will join the army, it was already end of October.
0: Okay.
1: And, uh, so not that much time to do. I hardly got 20, 21 days, actually, okay. because when I reached the coaching center, yeah. I decided yeah. which coaching, yeah, yeah, I need yeah. to have a place to stay, my son yeah. needs to have. So I took a coaching for 21 days. So that okay. those 21 days were really, very difficult days again, because... I used to be. It was winter time. I used to get up at three in the morning, okay. go for my run. I would never ran before. Yeah, yeah. you know. Because for army training, you, I've seen yeah. like
0: boys, young boys, getting yeah. up in the morning and yeah, going for a yeah. run, right? And yeah. you just had to do all of that. So in that such was a my coaching
1: time. part. Okay. Because once I am going for my final uh, SSB the exam. Yeah. yeah. So there, we are not made to run, but we are made to do a lot of physical uh, activities activities, and uh, a lot of round, physical round, group discussion. So I need to know everything. Okay. So there used to be bungee jumping and all this. So I've never heard of also what is bungee jumping. Were you um, in your school uh, an
0: athletic kid?
1: No, I was, you know, I was a very laid back child. Okay. I used to play basketball and all this. That we, we have a games period, so I have all to right. play something. So I all used right. to
0: play basketball. But
1: not actively. Ha, well, I was not very fond of sports. Okay. And, you know, I, I told you I was very girly girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And fashion and all those yeah. things. I couldn't relate myself to being an athletic person or okay. a sports person.
0: So you enrolled?
1: Yeah, so I did that coaching for twenty, twenty-one days. That uh, coaching gave me a lot of idea okay. what it is all about and how the exam is going to be, how difficult the exam is. You know, the selection was point zero zero one percent. Okay. So that was how. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so it was like more difficult than the CA exam. Yeah. CA exam is considered to be difficult, but this is was the most. And five days you are there. Okay. Yeah. So. And then nobody's giving you any con- any um, relaxation that, okay, mm. she's just lost her husband or her mm. husband has killed terrorist and he's killed yeah. four terrorists and he's yeah. done something great. So we, him,
0: you she- would treat it equally as for the other
1: candidates? Nobody even knew, actually, okay. to tell you very honestly. Nobody even knew that what my background is. And I yeah. used to stay very, very normal. Because I don't want people to show any kind of sympathy or compassion. Oh, because she cried, that is why we made her pass the exam. Though it never happens. If I would have cried, they would have never made me pass the exam. (laughs) But you know how things were. So I was very sure that I do not want to get into that sympathy or pity more for me. And the most difficult thing was when I reached for my SSB exam. It was a five days of SSB exam. And my parents used to sit out because they were not allowed inside. Okay. So they used to wait outside the entire day and I used to go in every break run out go and feed my son okay. come back so while I, I was going out it's my concentration was only my son focus was like okay I'll so
0: while her. you were there for five days you were constantly running out to feed your child yeah, and then come back come and back yeah oh my god This was the first part from Captain Shalini Singh's recording. Tune in next week to listen to her complete story. Thanks for listening in and please subscribe to the show to catch the next episode. You can tweet at us or write a post tagging our social media handle at the rate launchora and let us know your thoughts on this episode. If you know a visionary that I should feature on this podcast, write to me at swati at the swathiattheratelanchora.com. This podcast is produced by Launchora, a storytelling and creative learning platform. Theme music is created by Diala Swain. She's a uniquely talented music producer from New Zealand. Do check out her music on SoundCloud or follow the link in the description. I'll see you guys next week with the new visionary. Have a great day.